Hello, and welcome to another episode of Around the Gavel. I'm your host, Sarah Morris, and today I wanted to talk to you about the impact of divorce on a marital trust. This has come up recently a couple times, actually, uh, probably be because we're in the middle of the coronavirus and people are stuck at home, and there's been some inquiries from my clients that have marital trusts um, wondering what happens if they get divorced. So I thought it would be an appropriate topic to discuss today. In the trust that I do, there is a section within the trust that lays out in general what happens in a divorce situation. This section is compliant with Nevada law, both the case law and the statute that currently exists. In a nutshell, when you get a divorce and you have a marital trust, everything in that is split up equally. So it's divided equally between both spouses. And when you set up a trust with your spouse, that's something we always discuss because inevitably I have a couples that come in and either one of the spouses or both of the spouses have separate property. Nevada is a community property state, so everything is deemed community property that you purchase during the marriage with community funds. However, you can come into the marriage or inherit separately uh, assets that are your own. So they are not deemed to be community property unless you do certain things to them. One of which is if you're going to put it in your marital trust, then you're basically giving up the right to it being considered separate property. So a simple example would be husband and wife come in. Wife has a rental home that she's had for years prior to marriage that she keeps up and she deals with solely. She, They come in, they want to do a trust. I, of course, when I'm asking about the estate plan, we have to talk about everybody's assets. This asset comes up. And I advise her that if they do a marital trust and she wants to keep that as separate property, then she needs to not put it in the trust. We need to do something else with it. Now, as a side note, and I know I've talked about this in other podcasts, when you have rental properties, you never want to put them directly in living trusts. That doesn't make any sense because it's essentially keeping it in your own name, which is a problem if the tenant sues you. So you always want to put rental property in a business entity first as a layer of liability protection. And then, for example, a very common thing to do is you would put that rental property in an LLC and the LLC would be owned by the trust. So then you're insulating your personal liability because if you put a rental property directly into a living trust, then if there's a problem on the property, they sue the trust and you've got everything you own in that trust. So it doesn't make any sense, um, but I'm going off on a tangent. So anyway, we've got wife coming in with a rental property. I tell her for sure you want to keep that out of that marital trust unless you want him to have half of it. So that's something that you have to consider um, when you're setting up these marital trusts or you're thinking about a marital trust with your spouse, what are you going to put in it? Make sure it's mostly community property. And if there's any separate property, it's property that you want your spouse to have. So you're, you want your spouse to have a 50% interest in essentially, because in the event of a divorce, Nevada statute says everything in the living trust is presumed to be 
owned equally by both spouses. So when you're talking about going through the divorce proceedings, most likely that is going to be split up 50-50 based on the statute. So just be aware when you're doing this that you keep things that you want separate, separate. Now there is such a thing as a spousal waiver that sometimes you use with living trusts. That is something I prefer only to use when we're talking about a living trust where an indiv- it's not a marital trust, it's a, just a living trust. And so I have a, the wife come in. Again, we'll use the same kind of example, the same people. So wife and husband come in. I, I explain to them that everything that goes in the marital trust is deemed to be owned equally 50-50, and it's community property essentially. Wife has the rental property, says, I don't want it to be community property. I don't want him to have a 50% interest in it, but I do. And she has other assets, let's say, that are separate. So maybe for estate planning purposes, she wants to set up her own living trust as well as the marital trust. So in that case, we could set up a living trust for her. And then ultimately that rental property would be in the living trust. Now, again, it would, it would, and if it's my client, it's going to be owned by an LLC that's owned by the trust. Um, but ultimately, the trust will have a say in that rental property. So one of the things that I sometimes do to be extra, extra safe, because I am a lawyer, <laughs> is when we set up the living trust, we might also have the husband sign a spousal waiver just to make sure it, which is basically a document that says, I waive any right to this property. So even though this is already considered separate property, just to be extra, extra safe and clear, we do a spousal waiver and we put that in the, we, we add that to the living trust just so that everybody is aware of the situation. I did speak to another uh, attorney on one of my podcasts, Bonnie, and we talked about prenup and postnup agreements and they absolutely play into estate planning. Um, and we talked about it in that episode, so you can refer to that episode. But just to mention, um, there's plenty of people that come in here with prenups and postnups. And if you do have a pre or a postnup and you are thinking of setting up a, an estate plan, you have to give your attorney those documents or at least tell them they exist so then the attorney can request them because that's going to impact how they structure the assets and how they structure the trust, Okay. So as always, if you have any questions or you want to dig deeper or maybe you want to set up a trust of some sort or an LLC, you can feel free to give us a call, um, 702-850-7798, or you can visit our website and we have a scheduler on the website so you can schedule a complimentary telephonic consult right there. Until next time, I will see you later.